today an ancient prophetic mystery left unsolved for almost 2,000 years that possibly unlocks events surrounding the return of Jesus to the earth. Join Jonathan as he continues his talk with an investigative reporter and end-time prophecy expert about what may be ahead. Information you don't want to miss straight ahead on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and world events surrounding Israel. Troubling events are transpiring around the world. The rise of ISIS, the threat of a nuclear-armed North Korea, and of course, Iran. Nations are drowning in debt, and the threat of terrorism is a growing reality. Are these signs that were in the last days? Finally, we've all heard rumors of a conspiracy to create a one-world government, cashless society, and universal religious system. Here to help us piece all this together, authors of a new book, The Babylon Code, prophecy expert Paul McGuire, and investigative journalist Troy Anderson. Gentlemen, welcome back. Thank you. I want to jump right into this. We live in a, in a, in a world that is it's a roller coaster. We li live in the midst of turmoil. We've never seen this happen so fast. We're, we're, I'm in my 50s. I've never seen anything like it. The world is changing so rapidly. You both believe that these things that seem chaotic are actually orchestrated. Who wants to begin? Well, yes, uh, and that's the, the premise of the Babylon Code is that what appears to be randomness, chaos happening in the world. People are trying to connect the dots. You know, what does, what's really going on in the Middle East? What's really happening economically? What's really happening in the United States? There is a blueprint behind all this so-called random chaos. And we talk about that in the Babylon Code. In fact, that's what we believe God has embedded a message for his people about how to be victorious in the last days in the Babylon Code. Now, Troy, you believe obviously we're in the last days, and you interviewed for this book over five years over 100 people, secular and religious, or rather I should say religious and secular, and you had pretty widespread agreement we are in what we can call the last days. Explain that to us. Yeah, I interviewed everybody from uh, Billy Graham to Dr. Tim LaHaye to Hal Lindsey to Rabbi Kahn to uh, Joel Rosenberg. In, in the interview with Billy Graham, he said that signs of the end of the age are converging for the first time since Jesus made those predictions. And so the consensus on the faith side was, yes, we're in the run-up to these events the Bible talks about. But the most interesting thing was that all these secular experts, Noam Chomsky and professors at Princeton and other prestigious universities in, in Oxford, they've actually created an institute to study the possible end of human civilization, and they've issued a report, the top 10 threats facing humanity, and one of them is as a global totalitarian government. Okay, let me, th there's, I'm, I'm, of course, fascinated with the last days. I wrote a book on the last days, more from the perspective of the restoration of Israel, but there's very, very clear signs we're seeing that, that to me are very obvious. Terrorism, rumors of wars, the decline of morality in the world, uh, the removal of God from our schools, abortion, and so on. I, I see a society that's returning to the times of Noah, but I want you to talk about what you call secret societies that are actually, have been around for a long time, but are are advancing this end-time plan. Paul? 
Well, since the time of uh, the Tower of Babylon, what was known as Mystery Babylon, which was passed on through secret societies, through the culture in Egypt and the Pharaoh God-King system, through the divine right of kings in Europe, uh, also in Rome and Greece, uh, also in the Rosicrucian era. In fact, there was a gentleman, a scholar named Sir Francis Bacon, who predicted in the 1600s that America would be the head of the New World Order and the New Atlantis. The Rosicrucians, of which he was the head of, was the precursor to the Illuminati. Okay, and just for recap, because I know many people didn't watch the program yesterday, and I encourage you to go back and watch it. Troy, the Illuminati, who were and are the Illuminati? The, the Illuminati was an actual uh, secret society that originated in 1776 in Germany. It was called the Bavarian Illuminati. Adam Weishaupt was a professor at the University of Ingolstadt, and he, you know, purportedly founded this group. And it, it attracted some of the leading intellectuals and, and you know, royalty and, and you know, literati of the time. In fact, one of my ancestors, Frederick von Schiller, wrote Ode to Joy that Beethoven set to music in the Ninth Symphony. He was friends with all these guys. And, and he, you know, his, his poem, Ode to Joy, is now the anthem of the European Union, which is supposedly, you know, one of the models for this global system. We, we look at America and say a, a country based on Judeo-Christian values, uh, God-fearing men, not necessarily Christians, but uh, men who held to a biblical worldview to some extent. Uh, uh, are they involved in this or are, do they warn us, stay away from this? Well, many of our founding fathers were strong biblical Christians. They had a biblical worldview. And the ironic thing is, is that some of the men who uh, are purported to be part of the Illuminati or groups like that, they ironically had a mixed view. In some places, they're very biblical in their outlook, but in other places, George Washington was very biblical in much of his outlook, but at the same time, he warned against the Illuminati, but history says he was a member of Freemasonry and other societies like that. Now, we, we hear a lot of these conspiracies. How can we identify these mystery Babylon secret societies that you talk about? Well, they have a commonality. So we take the Bohemian Grove, which is a secret meeting. It's not secret anymore. Uh, near San Francisco. I've been in there. I was careful where I walked. But there are photographs where you can see presidents of the United States, well-known presidents, meeting and worshiping behind this giant statue of an owl. Well, that statue of the, the, an owl is the god Moloch from the Old Testament. And then they have mock sacrifices. I want to emphasize the word mock sacrifices of, of children being offered uh, in a mock way uh, as a sacrifice to Moloch or Baal. I mean, why do presidents of the United States, even in jesting, I think it's a very crude uh, joke, um, apparently have a party in front of Moloch? I don't understand that. I, I don't. Uh, uh, Troy, you uh, gave us an astounding statistic that I need to mention again in a past program. 51%, according to a poll taken by the University of Chicago, believe there's a secret cabal running this country. This is a widespread belief. 
Yeah, when I first started investigating this, I thought that it would be like a very small percentage of the population that actually believed these things. In fact, I was quite skeptical of all these kind of things, but as I kept on digging, doing interviews, and finding you know, a survey like that, University of Chicago, 51% of Americans believe a secret cabal actually runs the world. And then I interviewed a, a Princeton professor, and he sort of dug into you know, how much power do the elite actually have and how much power do regular people have, and he found that the elite have almost all the power because of their wealth, campaign contributions, and that kind of thing. And the regular everyday people have almost none anymore because of the, the extreme uh, distribution of wealth that's now occurred in our society. We, we have to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about the, uh, the, the, the whole idea that this isn't happening by coincidence or happenstance, that this is an orchestrated plan towards a one-world government, one-world economy, and one-world religion. So don't go anywhere. Lots more with authors Paul McGuire and Troy Anderson just ahead. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming Jesus, the Messiah, to the world, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving humanitarian aid to some of the poorest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote Lost Tribes community in Barangwa, Zimbabwe, the Lemba. This faithful yet forgotten people have ties to the ancient people of Israel, the priestly tribe of Aaron, and have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a new book by prophecy expert Paul McGuire and journalist Troy Anderson, The Babylon Code solving the Bible's greatest end times mystery. This book investigates a topic most end times resources don't, the link between secret societies, Bible prophecy, and current events. It also reveals how powerful forces are currently at work right now to create a global government, one religion, and a cashless society. This powerful book may very well hold the secret to your survival and salvation. You'll also receive this informative two CD set by Rabbi Jonathan Burness called The Role of Israel in Last Days Prophecy. This in-depth teaching series looks at the pivotal role Israel plays in end times events and answers questions such as, are we in the last days? And what one single great event must take place before the return of Jesus? If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $120 or more today to help some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you all of the gifts just mentioned and a set of three Jerusalem Globe candle holders with silver and gold finishes. This lovely and unique set includes one large and two small candle holders, all featuring significant Jerusalem landmarks. They are sure to remind you to pray for the Jewish people and the peace of Jerusalem. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid and to help countless others around the globe, please call or click now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the neediest people on earth. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now.
We're back with Paul McGuire and Troy Anderson, authors of a new book. It's called The Babylon Code, and it helps us uh, unravel what you both are saying is a code, a mystery that's rooted in the book of Genesis, going all the way back to the Tower of Babel. Who wants to jump in and explain that to us? Well, the Babylon Code is um, a code that we believe, a message that God put in the historical account of the building of Babylon by this ancient ruler, Nimrod. And again, Nimrod built the first one world government, one world religion, and one world economic system in ancient Babylon. The Bible tells us that in the last days, Babylon will reemerge. And so God is warning his people thousands of years ago that a global government a global economic system and a global religion will reemerge like the proverbial phoenix that dies and burns in the ashes but resurrects the new world order or this global government is going to emerge and it is emerging now in fact in front of our very eyes okay let's talk about orchestrated events first government it appears we when you look at on the surface governments in conflict okay russia america north korea iran but you're proposing that there's some orchestration to all this, Troy? Yeah, well, what we found in doing the research for this is that, you know, over a long period of time, these powerful forces behind the scenes, both spiritual and political and economic, you know, one of the, you know, mottos of the Illuminati is order out of chaos. And, and so there's, you know, by bringing, you know, you know, helping to create wars, helping to create conflict, you know, you can slowly bring about the, the you know, the outcome that they desire, which is this. So wag this, the this, dog scenario. Right. Create a conflict and get done in the mid People are over here, focused over here, and over here you're changing things. Absolutely. And before you know it. Yeah. yeah. Order out of the chaos. That's their motto, and that's the game plan. Now, Paul, you, you, you've said a number of times that it's very, very visible to those who are looking in the right places. Well, yes, if, if people um, understand the visual symbolism, let's just take that for a moment, the visual symbols of the Illuminati and these secret occult societies, then when they watch certain Super Bowl performances by superstars, <clears throat> or they watch uh, what we call Illuminati music videos, or, we, or they have certain uh, lapel pins, not yours, by the way. Um, My Israel the, the, No, 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 that solid. doesn't qualify. But there are lapel pins and hand signals and visual symbols that, that are shouting to those that know how to decode the Babylon Code, this is an Illuminati presentation. So you're saying people that, that know what to look for, uh, both who are involved and who are opposed, can see it everywhere. It's as clear as a neon sign lit up on Times Square in New that, York that's, City. That's why I think people need to read the book. Now, talk about the economy, the, the, the move towards a one economic system. We look like we're facing economic collapse. We have a, a, a deficit that we can't even understand with the finite mind in America. Something's got to change, right, Troy? Yeah, so in a chapter called Economic Babylon, we explore this topic, and there, there's a report by uh, Harvard University, and these professors said that the, the world's debts are at a 200-year high, and that they're so astronomical, there's no way we'll ever pay off any of this. And so that they say that a financial restructuring is going to be required of the, of the world economy. And the director of IMF came out recently and said that we're going to require a global reset. And so the big question is, when this happens, and you know, it, it's inevitably going to happen at some point, maybe soon, 
you know, how is this new system going to look? Are we going to move to a cashless society? Will, will this be the trigger that will bring about this system? Will it start economically and then, you know, move into the politics? Yeah, now, Paul, side? you say we're already far along on the, in the on the, down the road here. We're not in Kansas anymore. And that debt, by the way, was deliberately engineered. You can't say, oh, this person was stupid or this president was stupid. Nobody's that stupid. This debt was engineered. It's manufactured crisis or order out of chaos. It's the plan of the New World Order to bring their global currency into existence. And you see this, on a, you see this happening with cooperation from every nation? Yeah, that's what the Cyprus riots, the Greece riots were all about. Forced austerity. And it's moving into Paris, it's moving into Brussels, and it's going to move into the United States of America. Because the game plan is siphon the money off, redistribute the wealth, and bring in a global economic system. Okay, let's, let's switch to religion. We just have a little time left. Very, very clear uh, shift away from absolute truth. Uh, an antagonism towards true believers in the scriptures. How does that all tie into a new world religion? The number one area where the spiritual war is raging is in the churches of America and Europe. And what the plan is, is to get them from teaching the fact that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through, through me. If they can teach, well, if you're good, you can still get into heaven as long as you're, you're sincere. And that's what they're doing but that's a plan of the New World Order. So they can set up this ecumenical, all-inclusive, everybody-can-belong counterfeit religion. Troy, give us some research. Yeah, so the, on there's this. one survey we cite in the, in, the, in the book that was rather stunning, is that, I don't remember the exact figure, but something like 60% of Christians now believe that all paths lead to heaven. So there's, there's been this long-term campaign to sort of indoctrinate us into this belief that all paths lead to heaven. So it's just and, not a war against against Christianity, it's a war internally among true believers. We're just out of time. We've only scratched the surface. Uh, the book is called The Babylon Code. It's an outstanding book, and it, it, it could be a key to your survival. It's about understanding the times we live in. It's about knowing what to watch for, and it's about getting uh, really, really close to the Lord, having ears to hear and eyes to see. And Troy and Paul, thank you for being here this week. There's more Jewish Voice just ahead. We'll be right back. The Lemba, a lost tribe of Israel discovered in the remote regions of Zimbabwe. DNA proves that they are descendants of the priestly tribe of Aaron practicing their Jewish faith for thousands of years, not knowing their long-awaited Messiah has come and will come again. And the Jewish Voice Outreach Team has the privilege of sharing this amazing good news with them through our outreaches in Zimbabwe. It's amazing. Come witness this miracle. Be an important part of God at work in these last days, gathering His people back to Himself. We need volunteers urgently for this outreach, medical professionals, prayer partners, and practical service volunteers as we minister to thousands of very needy and spiritually hungry people in just one short week. Come with us and help these desperate Jewish people. Say yes to being God's hands and feet. Please answer the call. Jewish Voice travels around the world to provide aid to Jewish people and their neighbors in the greatest need. And often, in the course of helping someone else, we end up being blessed ourselves. 
I recently traveled to Israel and met a group of Holocaust survivors whose amazing stories of survival really touched me, and I think they'll touch you as well. Take a look. time in Israel, I met with Andre Gostorowski, founder of Helping Hand Coalition, a ministry that reaches out to help these survivors. He introduced me to Wolf and many other survivors like him in need. This was the daily ration of bread in Birkenau for one person in the lager, in the concentration camps. It was all that they received for it per day. Many survivors came right after the Holocaust in the late 40s, early 50s. They're the ones that helped to build this country, and many of them are very well off, but there's a specific group that are being overlooked by the government. Who are they? they, are the, they this is the last wave of Holocaust survivors, and they are emigrants from ex-Soviet Union. As we know, it was an iron curtain, and the Russian government, Soviet government at that time, didn't allow them to, to go out. So when it finally happened in 1990, 1991, they were part of this Aliyah. And some of them were, that time, it was 20 years ago, still able to start to work. But the youngest one, who are just right now, we call them children of Holocaust, it's last generation, they came a little bit too late. Right now we have more than 180,000 Holocaust survivors in Israel. There is tens of thousands that are living below the poverty line. Even the government of Israel uh, doing the best, it's not enough. Can you talk specifically about the people that need our help? Maria, she's from Ashdod. What was the most significant I found out is a endless loneliness. Чему, мама? 
kod užaunitelju hodijenica. Sve je obolje. They may have come home to the land of promise, but most remain strangers in a strange land, unable to understand or speak Hebrew. Ironically, the very same strength and resilience that helped them survive the horrors of the Holocaust now keeps them from asking for help. Потому что люди грамотные, люди цивилизованные, и они понимают грань между гордостью и нищетой. Я уже сказал вам что среди нас есть такие люди, которые умрут, но не попросят. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse, and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. We're committed to helping these Holocaust survivors in the final years of their lives. We only have about a decade left, and then they'll all be gone. You can help us make an impact on their lives and share God's love with these people that have suffered so much and live to tell about it. For more information on what you can do to help, you can contact us on the number on your screen or go to jewishvoice.tv. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming Jesus, the Messiah, to the world, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving humanitarian aid to some of the poorest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote Lost Tribes community in Barangwa, Zimbabwe, the Lemba. This faithful yet forgotten people have ties to the ancient people of Israel, the priestly tribe of Aaron, and have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a new book by prophecy expert Paul McGuire and journalist Troy Anderson, The Babylon Code. Solving the Bible's Greatest End Times Mystery. This book investigates a topic most end times resources don't. The link between secret societies, Bible prophecy, and current events. It also reveals how powerful forces are currently at work right now to create a global government, one religion, and a cashless society. This powerful book may very well hold the secret to your survival and salvation. You'll also receive this informative two-CD set by Rabbi Jonathan Burness called The Role of Israel in Last Days Prophecy. This in-depth teaching series looks at the pivotal role Israel plays in end times events and answers questions such as, are we in the last days? And what one single great event must take place before the return of Jesus? If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $120 or more today to help some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you all of the gifts just mentioned and a set of three Jerusalem Globe candle holders with silver and gold finishes. This lovely and unique set includes one large and two small candle holders, all featuring significant Jerusalem landmarks. They are sure to remind you to pray for the Jewish people and the peace of Jerusalem. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people, to share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid, and to help countless others around the globe. Please call or click now. 
And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the neediest people on earth. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. A big thank you to the authors of The Babylon Code, Paul McGuire and Troy Anderson, for joining us this week. What a fascinating topic. I want to thank you also for watching today and remind you, as I do in every program, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122.6 promises to prosper those who do pray. So if you want to prosper, pray for Israel this week. Until next time, this is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you.